Mr. Men, whatcha doing? Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Talking Smack, where we talk superheroes, movies, animation, and comics. I'm your host, Josh Scar, and joining me this week is the one, the only, the newly fatherhoodly Matt. Matt, how's it going? What up? You know, same old. <laughs> same old, same old. Nothing new, Nothing huh? new. No, nothing to report. We are also joined by Becky. Becky, welcome back. How you doing? Oh, you know, we're surviving. Month number five, no internet at home. (laughs) (laughs) And that shutter you heard was from Beppo. Beppo, how are you doing? Ayo, what up? I am alive. That's about all I have left to say. See you guys later next week. Bye. (laughs) Oh, you're joining us for Ant-Man? Cool. I'll put that in the notes. (laughs) They said for Aunt May. I'm like, oh, she got a prequel? (laughs) (laughs) If Sony had their way, yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> they wanted to make a spinoff of the Sally Field Ant May, I think. That's a choice. Yeah, yeah that would be interesting. Hmm. Well, they were just they they are still spinning off everything, isn't? There's a El Muerto movie being made with Bad Bunny as El Muerto. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Is this the fastest we have ever just totally gone off the rails? <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Mayhaps. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I mean, it's your show, so really, it's uh, it's whatever you say just, is on the list. Yeah, we we got the introductions done. Now we're just talking for a bit <laughs> until I say, "Hey, it's time to listen to the watching stuff promo," and we'll come back with what you're doing. Oh, you know what? I, that's true. This is this is in, in TV. They call this the cold open. Yeah. Okay, I rescind my sarcasm. By sarcasm, you. They're making a Craven movie, Craven the Hunter. Yeah, it's coming out later this year for some reason, somehow. I just hear the modern family music in my head when you said cold open, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's pleasantly playing in my brain. <laughs> yeah, we should get that music. Yeah, licensing. It's fine. It's affordable. Theft. I've been watching a lot of Scrubs lately, so I'm just waiting for that. Oh, yes, Scrubs. That could be a whole other podcast. A Scrubs retrospective? Count me in. All eight seasons and only eight seasons. Mm-hmm. That's it. Let me do a separate there podcast. No, there was no more about the ninth season. <laughs> Matt's going to do his own separate podcast with hookers and blackjack. <laughs> I say that at the work all the time. I love it. I love I'm it. I'm starting my own gym. That reminds me of how Game of Thrones ended at season four. It was so bizarre. Yes, very strange. Very strange. Oh, well, I mean, it was a good run. Yeah, it's just like this most recent uh, House of the Dragon series also ended after episode eight. Like, Patty Constantine's character was done and the show just ended. Okay, that's great. That's it. We're going to live through it. Yeah. <laughs> we are here to talk about what you do in our, our semi-famous popular segment where we just talk about what we are doing away from the podcast and we put it on the podcast. So first, we're going to hear from our friends over at Watching Stuff, and we'll be right back. What do you guys think of Bucky's apartment? 
I was waiting for Captain America to be like, you live like this? <laughs> <laughs> this fight scene is sick, though. Like, the staircase fight is... When he kills like, the guy block. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to kill anybody except this man. I'm going to or or the guy he punches with the battering ram directly in the chest. <laughs> or literally any of the people here. Who they have Most of them. Yeah. Who they like, like hang off the side he, of a railing? Yeah. When he flips that battering ram around and just punches the dude directly <laughs> in the center of the chest with it, like yeah. you you probably punctured a lung. Yeah. One. yeah, no, that man went to the hospital for internal bleeding and the doctor said it was not looking good. Like immediately. That's exactly how that he didn't have a good in, he didn't have good insurance. You killed him. And we are back. I will cut that interlude into a post-credits moment, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're talking about now, you won't know about until after you listen to Beppo's Welcome to Good Burger Shtick with Alex. <laughs> Yay. But we are here to do our popular segment where we just talk about things that we're doing away from the podcast and just talk about whether or not we think the other person should be enjoying such things or just whether or not we are enjoying such things along with them. So what you're saying, this is the judgy Jason hour. <laughs> yeah, the first one, that first bit was, that first bit was talking just about me. But no, the first episode of What You Doing, didn't Scotty say he was doing black tar heroin? And we were like, you shouldn't be doing that, man. <laughs> That's an expensive hobby. I think if anyone should be doing that, it should be him. I hope, I hope he's doing okay. I hope, I, hope, I hope he's getting the help he needs. He's doing all right. Actually, I teased a, a post credit sting that I never did uh, last week. So I'll tell that story real quick. Speaking of Scotty. Uh, so the, the, the bar story with the white girls that I teased last week, uh, he was really drunk at a bar and some dude w- leaned over to him and he's like, Hey man, you like white girls? And Scotty being very drunk was like, I love white girls. And so the guy reached into his coat pocket and pulled out a little baggie full of white powder. And Scotty goes, Oh no, not those white girls. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's the story. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when you enjoy the company of white girls. It always leads down a negative path. Coming as a very pasty white girl can confirm. I like, did I miss something? I have never heard drugs be called white girls. And I consider myself well versed in drugs like the angel dust, the PCP, the devil's lettuce, the DSIs. I think that's all that they're the DLCs, I think is one. I'm not really sure. Yeah. HDMI that's that's HDMI. the drug Microsoft keeps pushing on me. Ooh. HDMI is bad. That's a bad one. HDMI. You guys are just just the fucking coolest. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, well, just because you're breastfeeding, you can't do drugs right now. <laughs> you guys just know all the all the hip lingo. We we derailed again. I think it, I think it's the curse of Matt being here, where we were like, "Hey, let's let's it's get like, into the." It's me and Matt. Can I point something out? None none of the derailments so so far have been have been me. I'm sitting quietly, <laughs> patiently, waiting for my turn, <laughs> waiting to talk Star Trek. Okay, but you're a bad influence, is what Josh is trying to say. Tapping your badge, Nerd. being like bridge. Don't sick bag. Come on, man. Come on. Don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> Hey, that is what Matt. they would say, though. That is what they would say, though. What's up? <laughs> um, what you doing? Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah, I guess Becky's nominated <laughs> you to go first. He's you been waiting patiently. 
this is a bit of a weird one um, because over the last couple of weeks, I haven't done much besides sit on my couch and live in my in my house with my totally normal situation. That's the way it's always been. So, <laughs> Your circumstance. Yeah, yeah, my circumstance. Um, as so, one of the things that brought me just an immense amount of joy this past week was the February eighth. 2023 Nintendo Direct. Oh baby, let's I'm go. saying, I'm saying, I don't know if y'all saw this. You know, normally if I'm free, if I don't have anything else going on, if I'm at work, I'll toss when these things come up, I'll toss these on. If you don't know what it is, it's like a little it, every so often Nintendo does these things. They call them Nintendo Directs or it's like between 20 and 40 minutes of just like, "Hey, here's some stuff that's coming out for Switch or previous systems, whatever. And usually it's like, it's fine. There's a couple cool things. And then some other games that seem like interesting, but not that don't blow me away. So I tuned into this one. Cause we're just, you know, hanging out. And from like 10 or 15 minutes, it was like that. It was like, Oh, here's some cool, like indie games that seem interesting. And like a couple of cool games that maybe I'll pick up. And then like a third of the way through Nintendo, like, just gets real close to the mic and they're like, okay, you want to see the real shit though? <laughs> you like white girls? <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, Hey, do you like white girls? And by white girls, I mean, oh man, Game Boy on switch, Game Boy advance on switch, Metroid, <laughs> Me- Metroid prime, uh, Pikmin four, Zelda, other shit. I'm sure I was, I'm forgetting that. Like, but the whole time I was like, Professor Layton. Professor Layton is back. My man, Professor Layton, he's back. Back? He's coming back. Oh, shit. He's got some steampunk adventures happening. Go- Ghost Trick, which is like a very a niche Nintendo DS game. It's coming to Switch. Uh, so I'm like sitting in, in my head because there's a small baby nearby. But the whole time, I'm like, I am fucking screaming. I'm like, I like melts my fucking face off. I don't have a face anymore. Thank you, thank you, Reggie Fisame. Always president in our hearts. <laughs> you did it, you did it, Reg. Thank you so much. It's just what Matt needed and wanted. It was, I I wept, I wept. <laughs> uh, but they like did the thing where they're like, oh, we're putting Game Boy games on the Switch, and I was like, oh, you know, I really would would have loved to see some Game Boy Advance games, but you know, Game Boy's pretty good. That's pretty good. Immediately after, they're like, oh, by the way, Game Boy Advance. I was like, yo. <laughs> I wept. I wept. I will I will say putting the Game Boy Advance behind the paywall that's also got the Nintendo 64 and Sega stuff, I'm not a big fan of. I get that. Although, if, you, if you're like me, foolhardy with your money, and you already had it, bang, 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 boom. And also, it's one of those things where, like, when they announced, when they first announced that expansion pass, I was like, I looked at what was on offer, and I was like, that sucks. That is way too expensive for what they're offering. But now it's like, man, Genesis, N64, Game Boy Advance, several expansion packs for Nintendo games. It's, like, almost worth the exorbitant price that they ask of you. And I'm just what like... What are they asking well, it's twenty dollars a year for the basic one, and then I want to say it's up to, and this is for a single person. They also do like a family plan that gets you like six 
profiles or whatever. I have the family plan with uh, so I split it with like five or six people, yeah. so it's way better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to well, say so the thing that from... I've never understood. I was gonna say sorry, I... Matt. The thing I yeah, sorry, the thing ahead. I've <laughs> never understood. <laughs> thing I've never... The thing I've never understood about it is is it on top of your already existing annual Nintendo Online subscription? Yes. So or basically, are they built in together. Basically, if you have the expansion pass, it's both. So, you know, you can get just the regular one that's $20 a year for one person, or I think it's 50 a year or thereabouts for the expansion pass. And that's basically just, it's both. So it's like an extra 30 bucks. And for the family plan, it's been like 75 a year, maybe it's, it's pricey, but also at this point I'm like, damn, I'm able, I can just pull up my switch right now. I can just pull up switch my switch right now. If you guys, if you guys start boring me, minish cap time, baby. Zelda. Zelda time. <laughs> I think of the past two weeks, nothing has made me happier. <laughs> Literally not one I'm thing has made me happier. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't think of anything. I, yeah. I understood the joke the first time, Matt. You didn't have to repeat it. Oh my god, we cannot. I don't you even know. Well, he do he it repeated it the second time because it wasn't a joke. Yeah, comedy comes in threes yeah, so, so i mean it, a third time might be fine yeah yeah we should definitely set this precedent where we're just like nitpicking each other's bits and little ticks <laughs> um we should we should set that precedent that's a good idea anyway corporations are not your friend but nintendo is my friend so <laughs> <laughs> they're my friend if i give them money matt's gonna be there the secret service yeah so that he can tell them when I'm emulating. Yeah, Shigeru Miyamoto is my dad. <laughs> Beppo, what you doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? I'll tell you what I'm doing. I am nearly done. No spoilers, please. Even though I will be completed with the game by the time this airs. I am working my way through my first ever playthrough of Silent Hill 2 on the PlayStation 2. And... Holy shit. Uh, I am not a horror game person. I am strictly only doing this because the new Silent Hill F slash Forte, depending on who you ask, is being written by one of my absolute favorite um, writers, Ryukishi07, uh, who anybody who knows that good old Japanimation uh, is the writer for the visual novels uh, Higurashi, Nonaku Koroni, Umineko, which is my all-time favorite thing I've ever, forever, I will always love Umineko, uh, and a few other things. Uh, I'm trying to think of if there's anything else that was like really popular that he wrote. A bunch of visual novels and shit. Super good. But he is the lead writer for the newest Silent Hill game coming out this year, next year, I don't remember. They announced like 10 of them, right? So... Who knows? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to be playing that game. Just no ifs, ands, or buts. I'm going to be playing that. I might as well stream me playing Silent Hill 2 and see how that goes. And that has been an absolute blast. Other than a couple little tiny things, uh, like the tank controls, 90% of the time they're okay. Man. For being a PS2 game, that game is incredible. It looks 
Well, it looks like a PS2 game, but it looks nice. <laughs> uh, the art direction is fantastic. And just overall, other than the combat being a little clunky, which I know is intentional, uh, it, it still plays fantastically. And this is coming from somebody who last year played Zelda Ocarina of Time for the first time in their life. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. that game was incredible, except fuck Z targeting. That <laughs> alone made me want to throw my Switch out the window so many times. Just, it's so frustrating. It did not age well. Um, I'll be playing Majora's Mask soon for the first time ever, so I'm oh, gonna yeah. say welcome back, Z-Targeting, my dear friend I didn't miss. Uh, but it's been incredible getting to play all of these classic games that I couldn't afford as a kid. My family couldn't afford. Uh, and, and actually, Matt, bringing up the whole expansion for the Switch... If it weren't for me getting that family plan with a bunch of my friends, I wouldn't have access to the N64 games and stuff. So that has been incredible. But oh my fucking God. Have any of you guys played Silent Hill 2? Did you ever get around to playing those? I I watched my brother play it and uh, I can't think of it. I'm wondering if it was that or one of the other Silent Hills. I'm pretty sure it was Silent Hill 2. But there there was one thing that we were kind of just like, put the controller down. (laughs) We're all we're all set because <laughs> I was like, mm, no, this is too scary. Oh, I want to know, but I, I want to know. I'm gonna have to text him and ask him, and he'll respond in about five days because my family is great at. Texting. There's probably probably Josh something that it. probably something that stands in for some psychosexual trauma. I would bet. <laughs> oh, there's definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So that, that game has a lot in it. So I will I will commend the game for anyone who has played the game who's listening to the podcast there is an incredible clip out there of the one and only jump scare in the game at least i've been told it's the only jump scare if there are more towards the end of the game well i guess i'm finding out <laughs> uh it has to do with you looking for these um are they tomes these like uh, what do you call it like a stone slab i guess and there's only one jump scare in the game and you're in a bathroom yeah. You're looking around for this slap. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> yeah. And, and for some fucking reason, that your main character knocks on one of the stalls and the door's closed. And I'm like, that's the only door you've ever knocked on. Why the fuck are you knocking on a bathroom door? And it's like, it's like, it's polite. knocked, but no one seems to answer. I'm like, okay, whatever. So you turn well, around and you start exiting the door and there's just this blood curdling scream with a thud. Holy shit, I wanted to piss my pants. <laughs> my heart jumped through my throat and I screamed like a little bitch. <laughs> that was fantastic. So good. So yeah, I highly recommend. Uh, this is an incredible experience. I hate horror games. I hate being scared. But this this is worth it. I'm very much enjoying it. So yeah, hell yeah! I can't I wait think to finish that one it was tomorrow. more creepy than scary. That is scary, but overall, it wasn't scary like like Dead Space is a scary game to me. Like I was like, this There's... is a horror, this is a horror game. I do not enjoy this. It's yeah, very Silent, psychological. The Silent Hills yeah. were much more like thriller based because that's what happens when I watch movies. What? Who? What was that? Why did I look that way when I knew it was that? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I put my other headphones in. I was like, Bo. <sighs> Did he find a cat? <laughs> I'm sorry, Somehow. Cat. <laughs> we were just talking about Silent Hill. I, I, got, I have goosebumps. You can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. 
psychological horror. There's a Phantom cat. cat. Oh, out of nowhere. <laughs> Ooh, that was uh, scary anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's why I like thriller movies and not scary movies. There is a difference. Yeah, yeah. I I love psychological horror, and that's one thing that. Uh, well, there's two things I love psychological horror and body horror like cronenberg like the fly the thing like just the blob all of those uh but like and uh, junji ito for any manga fans things like that body horror is horrifyingly disturbing and disgusting and i fucking love it (laughs) Uh, not literally because i'd be icky uh but yeah, so I'm very much enjoying this because there's definitely a little bit of a body horror aspect to it with, you know, the kind of the mutated things, but they're, they're not as scary in retrospect. I've seen worse. Uh, but the psychological horror to it is really fun. Okay, that's a bad word to use. It's very interesting and well done. Uh, the voice acting, however, oh boy, if there are not a few scenes, in my opinion, that are completely ruined by their heavy material, and I mean very heavy material uh trigger trigger warning material if they're not ruined by how bad and cheesy some of the voice acting is uh, there have been times where there is like super traumatic stuff on screen and i'm sitting there trying not to giggle because it just it's like, what do you mean <laughs> like, it's so bad it's charming but it doesn't really help with the message of some of the parts so yeah, but that's that's mostly what I've been doing, uh, amongst other things. But I'll hold my tongue. So so is it my turn to to, to pet patty cake? Is it? If you want, I I mean Becky and I trigger <laughs> pulled Matt and oh. you. So like yeah. Oh, well, how about you, Becky? What you doing? Um, hanging out with my dog. <laughs> oh, all right. That's a good episode. Bye. Everybody. That's it. That's it. He's eighty five percent of my personality still. <laughs> She's going to go off for the next 40 minutes about her dog now. <laughs> no. You know what, though? He hates video games. He hates them. That's why we've never gotten along, he and I. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> You've never met him, but that it would be why. Yeah, that you know uh, of. <laughs> oh, that's true. Are you the one that found him in the park first and just left him behind? I tell people, they're like, gorgeous dog. And I'm like, thanks. I, he's a garbage dog. Um, someone threw him away, and now he's mine. Don't put that on me. <laughs> they're like, Don't put that on me. What? It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, no, so if I'm watching something on TV, which is either Futurama or the Golden Girls, because they're the only two C- TV series that a thousand years ago I pirated and then immediately told my mom that I was worried that we were going to get in trouble because I downloaded these illegally from the Pirate Bay. Now she you're now like, you're going to because the feds can hear this. She was like, "I don't think they're gonna care." So I've had the same thing, and I've it's been month. This is month number five, and I've just been basically going through them, finishing one, and then having the other one on in the background. He's fine with those. He'll sit on the couch. I'll like he hangs out with me. No big deal. If I turn my Xbox on and I start Final Fantasy X, he gets up immediately and walks and goes pouts in my bedroom. <laughs> it's like he knows. If I pull out like my game, I have my Game Boy uh, or my Game Boy. I have my 3DS. If I pull out my 3DS, like versus my tablet, he's like, "Fuck it, nope." And he gets up and he leaves. Like I don't know what it is about that, but he knows, and he's big time mad about it. He's so sad. He's looking at me right now, like I don't like you. Why are you doing this? <laughs> but on 
my throwbacks. So I have been relying on games that I've just have had. Uh, did anybody play Super Princess Peach? On the DS? Yeah, that was a great game. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I enjoyed the hell out of that. I'm I'm looking was, at a list. It, it is. I'm looking at a list of games I have on my computer um, that I will. I'll definitely delete within 24 hours. Um, and Super <laughs> Princess Peach is one is one of them, but I haven't played it. It is very. It's very cute and charming. I, at first, I was kind of like because they kind of force you through the tutorials, and it's not very well done. It's very like, hand holding. Yeah, I'm like, okay, like uh, I'm can want to play the game now, but once you get through that part, I was like, oh, this is actually like a pretty clever concept, and it's kind of cool to play as like Peach, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. Because I haven't done anything new with Mario as far as anything past like the first iteration of the Wii. So <laughs> for me, that's like new school being able to play as Peach. I don't know who this Starlight girl is or who Rosa is, or I, I know none of these other characters. Is Daisy still a character? Is she still around? Rosalina was on Wii. Rosalina, there you go. I did not play that far. I We had Wii Sports, and then we were kind of like, yeah, dude, we don't like the Wii very much. And my dad's <laughs> like, yeah, don't blame me. He's like, why don't we go get an Xbox or something? We were like, this is... This is kind of dumb. And we were not Mar- Mario Kart 64 was the only Mario Kart we ever played. We liked Diddy Kong Racing and Mario Kart 64, and then that was kind of it for That's us. That's so interesting because, like, I don't know, maybe people don't know the lore. We met you when we were all working at GameStop, and that was at this time. Yeah, I never – I got a Wii, and I just did not ever utilize it. And – because I think the what happened um, – I'm trying to think. I was more an Xbox 360 because – Josh who gave me all what? Who wasn't an Xbox yeah. 360 kid? Yeah, who wasn't Josh? I mean, also, also yes, but I was like, uh, uh, I just remember Josh being like, "Hey, do you know you can play on the internet?" And I was like, "What? <laughs> this is a thing." And he's like, "Yeah, we played Fable too." And he gave me all of his stuff. <laughs> That's nice. I remember That's sweet. that. For, yeah, he goes here, and he just like gave me every <laughs> fucking weapon and all this shit that he. Had. I was like, I've never played this game, like. Yeah, it was the first time I went through a game like all on my own, kind of. Don't don't tell him I said this, and I would never say it to his face. But Josh is kind of a nice guy. I know Josh is actually. You know what he did? He came in to GameStop on that day that he filled out his application, and he was like, "You like this pen here? You can have it." And he he left it behind. Wow. I was actually. I think all it's right. actually the kind of pen that Matt's using right now. Yeah. I, I, Yep, I remember that you were because you know, uh, Alex said it was a nice pen, and you were like, "Oh, keep it, keep it." And then you walked out, and he goes. You think that motherfucker was trying to butter me up? <laughs> yeah, that guy was trying to get a job. <laughs> At the GameStop. Yeah. And he did good. So yes, I've been playing all old games. Uh, I did not realize how difficult Nintendo 64 games could be, but uh, Doggy Kong 64, what the fuck? That is so hard. Yeah. The yep. sheer amount of requirements to do anything i was like what i have to go here and then i gotta go there and then i can kill this guy but i'm not the correct character who i'm not gonna get until way later in the game so i gotta wait and then come back and remember that this guy has stuff i need i was just like how the fuck did anybody do this yeah you need a notebook. without the internet they just what that's crazy it's funny that you were talking earlier about the xbox 360 thing because now josh would be like you know you can play on the internet right but and then you have to say no i can't Oh, actually, yeah, you're right. Uh, no, I don't have the internet, so I could not. 
I know I should just go get T-Mobile internet, but I'm like, ugh, I don't want to get like wrangled into something. And when I'm at home, I'm just reading. I read like three, I read 35,000. You don't want to get wrangled into something like having the internet. <laughs> well, like there's the fee for this and a fee for that. And, oh, do you want to add this? And I'm like, I just want to plug something in and have it work. And I very low speeds, <laughs> not a it. lot of RAM gigabyte <laughs> datas. I was just doing and a then bit. I walk in. <laughs> Sometimes the bits don't land as like the way I thought, so that's okay. You don't got to. If you'd done it three times, Matt, then it would have been really good. Come on, man! What did I say what before? We can't. We can't do I, this. I was doing a bit back, and he did not respond to my bit about. Of you were his doing bit. a bit about how my bit wasn't funny, which I realize now is. I true. bit off a bit more than I could handle. <laughs> hey, jo- hey, Josh! I mean, what are you doing, space. man? <laughs> hey, I'm hosting Josh. a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Josh, what what are you doing? So funny you should ask. I just. Oh, sorry, Beppo. What's up? As I say, I just hear, "Hey, Josh, what you playing?" <laughs> and I'm having, <laughs> I'm having memories of, "Hey, Ash, what you playing?" Oh man. <laughs> so we've all talked ago. about <laughs> we've all talked about video games we're playing. I do have a video game on my list, but we're already running pretty long here. Uh, we've only gotten to one each, so. I'm going to talk about something that happened really that literally happened today. Uh, I got contacted from the people at the Massiverse social media account. And if you don't know what the Massiverse is, that's the the people behind Radiant Black, Rogue Sun, Infernal Girl Red, The Dead Lucky. And they're like, hey, do you want a, an advanced copy of our new upcoming miniseries? No one. And you can review oh. it. Just don't spoil anything. I was like, hell yeah. So I I was reading No One, the newest miniseries set in the Massiverse. And it is... All right, spoilers, ready. <laughs> yeah, so what are the spoilers, man? What happens? <laughs> Ruin all of it. So, so, so there's... <laughs> and there's... <laughs> and there's the... And then there's the... <laughs> they put that in a miniseries... That's insane. I want that stock audience <gasps> gasping sound effect now. That first one I thought was like praise for what a good bit I did. <laughs> ne- never stop trying. There you go. There's your praise. That's the last sound effect I promise. Those guys no, love you. Those guys love you, man. I I'm they I'm do. very appreciative that they even think of me. Um, so that's it, it was a really cool message to get, but uh, I I can't spoil anything. Uh, but I will say that the the series does have me really excited because they they're doing a lot of really interesting and different things. Like uh, they're doing a companion podcast that is set within the world, so it's not Ooh. it's not like oh hey we're sitting here with Kyle Higgins and. Uh, other people who worked on this book and we're going to talk about the book. No, it's, it's an audio drama set up as a podcast within the universe. Uh, and it's also, Ooh. it's going to have Rachel Lee cook. Who's from, she's all that. And uh, Patton Oswalt, who everyone knows as Remy, the rat from Ratatouille. Yes, Becky, you have your hand raised. Okay. This is because you did it organically. Something I was interested in talking to you about you as a collective, the Royal, you, the podcast basically becoming like back to old timey radio programs. I like it. Yeah. Audio dramas are super cool. Yeah. I, uh, I'm into it. So the, the original one I listened to was a crime podcast called unsolved murders. And every time at the end, I'm like, Oh, 
they didn't solve it. And I'm surprised every time. <laughs> I'll be like, what a twist. And, like, and then they never found out who killed her. And I'm like, wait, what? I invested like 48 minutes of my life to this and we don't know. Uh, but that's exactly it. It's, it's a podcast and they are, they're going through like the script talking to you about it, but then they have uh, like actual voice actors. So they, it's like, it's like part and part. Uh, it's not casual because you, the hosts are on a script of telling what they are telling, but then there's also scripted little bits of like the maid went over and found Mrs. Johnson like dead in the bed. And then they cut to like a little scene of her like finding it. And some of it's like a little I'm dead cheesy. in the bed. Um, <laughs> it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty cheesy. Like the voice actors, like they try to do like accents and it's like, no, don't do that. Don't know what accent that is. It's 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 very interesting, but I listened to and then Jordan is it Jordan Peele? Is Jordan the, is, Peele doesn't he do one? Yes, is it the quiet or the loud or something along those lines? The quiet, quiet. <laughs> it's like it's like quiet loud. Or something. <laughs> yeah, quiet, quiet loud, quiet loud. Josh, I have a question for you. It's good, whatever it is. Can you give me a, an elevator pitch on this comic book? With spoilers, it's it's. Um, we can't break the, the tone that I've got from it is very the long Halloween from uh, Tim Sale and Jeff Lowe Batman sort of stuff. Uh, okay. It's a lot of setup. It's it's built around a murder mystery, and there there's like copycat murders that are potentially happening, but we don't know for sure. But that's all I can really get into. I don't want to get too deep into it without spoiling because the it's it's a it's a mystery so like any detail could potentially spoil something uh but it, it gotcha. did give me some like long halloween vibes so becky i'm gonna bounce it back to you what you doing uh i was trying oh okay the, because of the last of us what's uh what's going on with does everybody love this pedro guy is that just like a general consensus Is he, he the was best? the best part of the nicholas cage um uh Unbearable weight of massive talent. Hi, Bo. Unbearable weight of massive yeah. talent movie. He was in an episode of Buffy the Vampire oh, Slayer. He was in that. He was the absolute my favorite one of my absolute favorite characters in Game of Thrones. Sure. I, I quite enjoy him. He was in Game of Thrones too. Yeah, he was. Yeah. That was like his big that break. That was like yes. one of his like first major. Yeah, like his big break. Exactly. He's everywhere. So is your yeah. is your topic Pedro Pascal? Yes. Because okay. of The Last of Us. Because, but, wow, so, what range. But your topic is I not The Last I, of Us. It's, it's both. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. It's, it's both. It's both. Becky's like, hey, Becky, what you doing? Pedro Pascal, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I wish I was doing. But I'm not, unfortunately. Josh, where's your, so, where's, your, where's your symbols, Josh? I, I promise <laughs> no more sound effects. <laughs> He did promise no more sound effects. I know there there are some people who do not appreciate the sound effects, so I I did not want to overdo it except for that bit. I mean, if we want to weed out the fans, I, if you don't like sound effects. Yeah, you're welcome. GTFO. You're welcome not to listen. <laughs> yeah, you skip skippers unite. Skip on skip, and then we can give a little. We, we can talk about them while they're skipping, and they don't have to know about it. But has anybody seen The Last of Us? Oh yeah. And can anybody give me any updates? On whether or not it is, it good. is fantastic. Yeah, is that they doing a good job with it? I was really skeptical of it because whenever a big video game like this comes out that's very cinematic, people are always talking about adapting it, and I'm like, but it's already like 
basically the thing, you know, like it is already the a big piece of media. Why do you need it to be a basically similar piece of media? Yeah, I was always skeptical of it, and but I'm I've been like the, the, I've been convinced because the cast is great. Pedro Pascal as Joel is great. Uh, Bella Ramsey also from Game of Thrones um, as Ellie is phenomenal. They've only done I think it's I think actually the fifth episode dropped today as we're recording because of the Super Bowl. They don't want to go up against the Super oh, Bowl. Normally it's on Sundays. Right. Um but the four episodes that we've watched are just like beautiful. And it's it's interesting just because sometimes there are moments where you see like oh they just took that from the game and just like filmed it exactly like it appears in the game and then put it on screen and then there's other very interesting diversions. Not like huge, but like uh, in ways that sort of enrich some stuff that was in the in the game that they couldn't have done um, in that medium because of the way the game was built and the way the kind of game that it is. Um, I'm really enjoying it so far. Yeah, I will say the only thing that really turned me off on the the show, which isn't even really a critique, it's just it was gross, was the weird French kiss from one of the infected onto a character. Like, didn't need didn't yeah. need a French kiss. Could have just bit the neck it's fine it's a, it's fine are yeah, you it, shaming my zombie kink fetish a, a little bit For shame tina it For is not shame. your turn but speaking of shame. guest starring speaking of zombie kink fetish <laughs> guest starring anna torv from fringe she rules love to see her on my screen again chef's kiss Beautiful cast. Great cast. I think that's got to be our next shirt is Matt's avatar saying chef's kiss. We have Lewis's fall. And now Matt's shirt will say chef's kiss. (laughs) Beppo, can we get a picture of Matt with a chef's hat? Oh, absolutely. Can you draw me doing a chef's kiss? Just like. Yeah. (laughs) Make it a hologram. Change his M to a smoochy lip. He goes just from this to that. The kiss emoji. We're not getting anything. We're getting good ideas out and down. <laughs> We're thinking of That's merch that answer. won't sell. <laughs> yeah. TM, 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 TM. Mailing it to myself. Um, <laughs> I mean, anyway, I'm, really, I'm really digging the show. Does anybody else? I mean, I don't. I want to leave space for anyone else to gush about it. I don't want to be the only one who's like, it's good. Um, I, I, I really love the show. I plugged the, the podcast last time, but clicker, I barely know her is a really great companion piece to this show. Uh, it, it brings a little levity to the, the proceedings. Plus they, they have some really great insights. Cause like, uh, minor spoilers for episode one, um, the guys on clicker, I barely know her talk about how many close calls that they, they had in the first episode where, uh, the, one of the changes to how the infected become infected is through, um, cordyceps a cordyceps fungus through like flour and yeast based products so like joel wakes up and his daughter was going to make him pancakes but they're out of pancake mix uh he was supposed to pick up a cake for his birthday but he forgot and his uh his daughter sarah was at the the neighbor's house and they were making cookies and she declines the cookies so like three things right there were like if it was just a normal day where joel wasn't a complete piece of shit and forgot to do something they they would have been infected that day that's a little strong. <laughs> he had a long day at work. <laughs> he had a long day at work. 
Matt's like, I am never going to forget a cake in my life. <laughs> or Josh is going to come at me. But that's that's an interesting – that is an interesting thing because I don't – it's not like a major part of the show. But, like, that is – I don't think that the game was that interested in examining those roots or, like, anything before the night of the the incident, right? So it's like that's that's one of those things that then kind of sort of expand in the games a little bit, like – and in the first episode, it opens mostly for exposition. It opens in like with like a, sh- a show from the '60s, or talking about viruses and pandemics, that how things like that. And one of the talk shows is like, "I'm not worried about viruses. I'm worried about fungus. They can't hurt us now, but someday, if conditions change, like say if the planet gets warmer, maybe they can evolve to inf- infect humans." And then it's like, "Oh, okay, you're explaining the whole thing about the show." in a way that's like interesting and enriches the game. And then like the second episode opens with this long extended sequence of a woman in gosh, I cannot remember the name of the country. Uh, Jakarta. Jakarta. Thank you. But she's like a, she's like a, a fungal, a fungus expert. And they like bring her in. And it's basically like, you know, the, the person who is aware of just how fucked everything is at the moment they find out, how fucked everything is right before things like break apart. And it's just like such an interesting, like really wonderful little short story that enriches the world in a way, like I said, that you couldn't do in the video games because it, that game is much more focused and doing a different thing. Yeah. That opening sequence in episode two reminded me a lot of like one of the vignettes in uh, the world war Z novel. Sure where uh, it, it very well could have just been someone sitting down for an interview and recounting what happened or something to that effect. But it was just, it, they, they do so many things setting up how the outbreak happened and why it happened so quickly. And it, it makes sense. And there's, there's very little to nitpick in the show as far as like uh, from a story base. Cause I never, I played the opening sequence of the first game, but it was like way too harrowing. And I just, I, Ricky didn't want to watch it and I didn't want to keep playing. It's like, this is depressing. I don't play games to be depressed. So uh, I, I'm very happy that they're doing a really good adaptation of it that also still is fairly true to the story. Yeah. Well, and I, I like, I'm into like the, instead of it's just like, uh, it's zombies. Yeah. Deal with it. Like, I like, like all the, you know, okay, the, the, this is why and I like, like the different ideas, like a bit being instead of, you know, okay, this horrible disease, it's like actually this one's like the fungus. What's the other one? Cell. I don't know if anybody reads Stephen King books. Oh, I thought you were but talking about the cell. popular Japanimation Dragon Ball Z. I thought no, you were talking about uh, the Jennifer that. Lopez movie from like 2002. No. Also, is, is Cell the one that has the tail with the thing on the end? I think so. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did, Her- did we talk about my experience with trying to watch something online for the first time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, I don't think this we is the episode say, for that one. No, I was like, we'll say that for another time because you guys will be uh, astonished. And it's also hilarious. No, sell the Stephen King book where they are. It's like a zombie book is what I thought. So I was like, eh, whatever. But it's like the same thing where they, at the end, they kind of figure out what happened, why. Um, and for that, it was actually like a technology based which I thought was very interesting. And then the end of that one was like basically them evolving into a different kind of human. So I, I like that about the last of us. Cause I played the, basically the like maybe the first like uh, five hours of the game. 
very slowly. And I was same as Josh. I was like, fuck, this is really depressing. <laughs> but I, I heard like, I heard that in the, um, basically everything you said that in the show, they're doing a really good job of kind of expanding on that, which is, I think is really cool. Good show. If you, it's on HBO max, HBO or HBO max. If you have a way of watching either of those, I would recommend it. Give it a shot. Next year when I, when I finally get the internet. Yeah. And then I'll, and then I'll steal somebody's HBM or HBM. What? <laughs> We've had so many moments this week where like, I've been, I've, I've been waiting for an opportunity to be like this week brought to you by Nintendo online this week brought to you by HBO max. <laughs> <laughs> Not a sponsor, but could be exactly Reggie. All right. I want, call to, us. I want to know what Beppo's up to. Beppo, what you doing? That's all I've done ever. <laughs> Uh, so, a very interesting thing I have been watching with my boyfriend is, um, a YouTube miniseries created by one kid. He basically did all of this by himself up until a certain point when he started getting, like, people actually paying him on Patreon and stuff. One kid, I think he was, like, 16 or 17 when he started doing these, is making an entire horror mini series called the back rooms and i believe it started in 2020 2021 it's fairly recent and there are still episodes coming out um but it's is anyone here familiar with the concept of liminal space sure or liminal spaces sure yeah so kind of that that creepy uneasy feeling you see when you kind of see usually it's an empty or vacant area be it run down or even just like an empty parking garage a single lone gas station in the middle of nowhere or uh, something as simple as maybe an empty swimming pool like indoor swimming pool where you just kind of get that feeling where you know you're alone but you're not entirely 100% certain on that that's kind of what uh, yeah uh that's kind of like what a liminal space is kind of in a nutshell and uh it's what this miniseries explores and it's set in the late 80s through the mid to late 90s all of it is seen through found footage through the lens of old vhs tapes The very cool thing about this concept is up until a certain number of episodes, there's not a single real person in any of the footage. Mm. This kid made this entire world in Blender and then used his VR headset to record as if it was a point of view of someone holding a VHS camera going through this weird liminal space. (laughs) Um, It's so cool. It's so cool. And uh, this is a thing that you can watch if you do not like horror, because it's not inherently a horror thing. There are maybe out of all of the episodes, the episodes range from a couple of minutes up to maybe 15. Uh, And there's hidden side videos to kind of get an idea of more context of everything but there's maybe only two or three moments in the entire youtube series where i jumped and usually it's like a chair gets flung across the screen and you didn't expect to see it uh there's a couple brief shots of was something around that corner or did i just imagine it oh oh that was it's so 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 like but the thing is is those are so seldom because it strictly relies on just the horror of the unknown and there's actually story that kind of unwinds and you find out 
what are the back rooms? Why are they here? How do we know about this? And the consequences of this said back rooms existing. I am not going to spoil any of it because you've learned watching through it exactly like, okay, what is this? It's almost like a a great way for me to describe it is it reminds me of if, if anybody's familiar with the SCP Foundation. And there's always this like weird eldritch just abnormalities of we literally cannot explain it with human uh like mental gymnastics it's got to be something out of this dimension out of this reality i highly recommend it the fact that this was made by a i think like i said i think when he started it he was only like 16 or 17 the fact that a minor was able to make such incredible art and he's still going and good for him. I know he's not a minor anymore. I think he's 18 or 19, but he actually got signed on by a 24 to make a actual film of the back rooms, which I'm so goddamn proud of him. And I hope that a 24 lets him have full range because he's proved himself to, in my opinion, to do what's right now. It hasn't finished. So who knows if maybe contractually he's not allowed to finish the internet series because he has to wait for the film, you know, like they don't want him to spoil the ending right, kind of right. thing, or if it'll go in a completely different direction. Uh, but yes, a uh, huge, huge, huge recommendation, even to people who do not like horror. It's more of just a, it, it's, it's a bit of a mystery too. Cause you want to figure out, well, what exactly is this place and why is it, interacting with our world kind of a thing so yeah Mwah. i recommend it a million percent yep it got the certified matt chef's kiss <laughs> i know uh, it's it just like the creativity alone yeah it sounds rad it, it's no that's what's so mind-boggling the fact that and you see actual like human characters walking around in the footage the fact until up till a certain number of episodes where he actually got money on like patreon and youtube and shit to hire actors all of it was cg in blender now there's obviously moments where you can tell but that's where the vhs the shitty 80s and 90s vhs quality plays entirely in its favor it helps mask the low quality of some of the you know renders in it but man it puts you in this whole world you believe you're in this this weird place it's so good you'll never see yellow wallpaper the same again. <laughs> damn it i need the internet <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna watch the golden girls for the 15th time yeah <laughs> uh who who else is doing something now we've been doing this as a user's choice i think or just random so well i mean matt needs a turn he hasn't had a talk this entire time i think i, <laughs> I mean, barely heard his voice all right all right i could talk less i just get excited to hang I out said that with love. <laughs> <laughs> matt coming from somebody who never shuts the fuck up <laughs> I love it when somebody else never shuts the fuck up because it makes me look better. Fucking tell me about it. Um, I feel like I, I feel like I gushed a lot about The Last of Us, uh, but I've not had a ton of time to play games what? recently or do much of anything. Um, I did find some time once, um, once I hit Switch and Xbox to play a little bit of Goldeneye. I know Josh 
has some thoughts about this oh, as yeah. well. I don't know that I had necessarily have anything to to add to it, so maybe I'll let, I'll let Josh do some heavy lifting here. But if you don't know what it is, it's it's the video game adaptation of the James Bond movie for the N sixty four classic multiplayer game. Great first person shooter, like one of the one of the pioneers of the first person shooter genre on consoles. I haven't played through it. I've played some a few stages just when I've had time to run through. Good game. Great game. I love those little like blocky men who look like they're made of clay with like a weird sort of Pierce Brosnan face like screen printed onto them. It's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Who's that really short guy you could play? Odd job, yeah. Okay, because then you like he he was so sneaky you could yeah. you couldn't hit him. Yeah. Only I only love that. only cheaters play as odd job. Yep. That's what my brother showed me how to do. You know, I, I'm someone who grew up in the '90s, and it was like everybody. If you had, if you had an N64, odds are you had GoldenEye. If you're doing a sleepover, if you're doing a party, you're busting out the controllers and just like going to town on some multiplayer. So, like being able to dip back into it has been pretty neat. Yeah, Josh, I assume you have some thoughts. Yeah, I I never got a chance to play GoldenEye because I never had an N64. My friend went growing up uh, who lived next door to me he did and he only ever wanted to play the multiplayer which i got bored of real quick because i didn't have an n64 so i did not understand the controls i didn't really grasp the like c arrows where to turn the camera and the stick and my hands were too close and buttons that i weren't wasn't familiar with it was just a whole mess but he was having fun killing me so i was like all right this is what friends do i guess <laughs> that's that's why i want to play it <laughs> asshole but having played through the actual campaign now and seeing it I, i'm not quite done i'm on like part three of chapter five of six i think um uh, it, it, the gameplay is really well even through the port and the uh the the what is it quality of life updates um it's it's a real smooth play other than some like graphical issues that i've run into but again it's it's not meant to be a a widescreen hd format game so like i'm I'm not complaining about that too much um the weird facial I, i've i've had to look this one up because i want to make sure i got the name right um but people may know him as the big half human half giant from a, a certain fantasy series written by a turf uh that i yeah, will we not name about that anymore yeah. yeah. Um, but Robbie Coltrane plays uh, Valentin Zakovsky in Goldeneye and they use his character model in the game. And when you run into his character during, throughout the campaign, I was like, oh, wow, that actually looks like Robbie Coltrane. It doesn't look like some weird amalgamation of pixels that kind of look like a face and could be interpreted that way. But it's also still that weird kind of po-faced N64 <laughs> graphics. Yes. It's really it's really fun to look at. Yes. And then Famke Jansen's character is still ported really weirdly. And her model is very, very, very Laura Croft. Yeah, I think I played up through the level where um, I don't remember what it's called, but it's the one where you first meet. um, I think his name is Boris and he's played by Alan Cumming in the movie. Yes, I am invincible. The way they translate him into the game using, you know, what the N64 could do at the time just the funniest like this blurry face you're like oh i can kind of see you're the, your famous actor alan coming and you know you got your weird kind of patchy <laughs> colors that's supposed to stand for the Hawaiian shirts he wears in the movies and it's just like okay all right i can see what you're putting down i'm 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 playing on xbox 
but I do, I did because I, a fool and his money are soon parted. I have one of the N64 replica controllers for the Switch. I have not tried it on Switch yet, but I'm curious to see how it holds up with like basically an original controller scheme. We'll see if I ever get around to that, but um, on Xbox, I'm like a, a, a quote unquote real controller. <laughs> it plays pretty well. Classic game, GoldenEye, still pretty good. Yeah, if you have an Xbox and you have Game Pass, it's available to you. Oh, shit. Well, you need, and the internet. Yeah, you need the internet for Game Pass. Yes, and a subscription. Uh, so I'm going to co-op this next What You Doing, uh, and I think we're going to get close to winding down here unless everyone's got something else. Uh, Becky, you messaged me a couple weekends ago, and you were like, that 90s show. <laughs> You you messaged me and you're like that '90s show surprisingly watchable. Yeah, I was very surprised. I took that as high praise. So Ricky wasn't feeling well, so I left the kids to their own devices and I just kind of stayed in the same room with them and just watched it on my tablet over the weekend. And yeah, it is above average and watchable. Yeah, I mean, I think I watched I watched all ten. Was it ten episodes Something like in that. two days? The the only real complaints that I have are as a Packers fan. They have a picture of Lambeau Field in their Sizzler or whatever that is uh, like from like seven years in the future. And then the the finale has a love triangle that develops. And I think it's dumb. But other than that, I I think the show is fun. I, I like I like sensed it like the first time I'm like are they trying to do something here? And I was like, no, that would be dumb. That wouldn't really make any sense. And then, yeah, I watched it. I literally like, I'm sitting here with the dog and I was like, what? No. And he's looking at me like, what? And I was like, well, I mean, it's a TV show that made me react. And I laughed out loud, like a good handful of times. That's usually how I know that something is like worth giving a shot is like that kind of surprise. Like I wasn't ready for it to be that funny sort of thing. But I did, I did like it, and I did not dislike the. I didn't dislike um, Leia. The only thing I like wasn't they kind of be the way that the timeline works. They kind of like just force you to believe that they're like, hey, this is a super tight knit group of friends, and go. And you're like, wait, we haven't really established any of this. And for some reason, in that '70s show, even the first episode, you're just watching it like knowing that that's a group of kids that have been friends since like childhood minus Fez. Yeah. And I I think they do the fan service stuff really well. It's not over the top. Uh, I do like that. Leia's quote unquote star Wars is her love of 90210 or yeah, it's 90210. So like, I think that's a fun little, like she's like her dad, but not quite. She's not into the sci-fi stuff, but she is still also a nerd. There's there's a lot of good stuff in there, and I, I think they do translate the characters really well. You and I had a really good talk about how they translated certain character types, and they like flip them around. Like there's a Kelso, but he he's a literal Kelso. He's not necessarily the Kelso of the group. The the Kelso of the group is the brother of the best friend who's the Hyde, and that the brother who of is also dating the Jackie. And there there it's they do it a they do a really good job of just making the characters familiar, but unique as well. Yeah. They they're in there. Like Ozzy is the outcast, but like of the town, not necessarily the group. 
even though sometimes he's like i am so tired of like being stuck in this small town with these like random people like they did a pretty good job of that and then yeah they they kept a sibling dynamic instead of having it like everyone's an only child or like you never see the other siblings or like they only come into play like once or twice because like eric and Lori is pretty that's a good like sibling dynamic on screen and it's kind of interesting that instead of like hey, she's kind of in the group because she has to be, but we hate her and she's the worst. This is more like, yeah, that's my brother. Like, he's just part of it. It, it is what it is kind of thing. I, I like that everything was, yeah, slightly tweaked in a way that was, it made sense for like what they were trying to do. Yeah, I didn't like the ending though. Wait a second. How'd you watch it? <laughs> what? Someone at my job illegally downloaded the episodes for me and put them on a USB drive. Oh my gosh. Gave me the USB drive. I plugged, I'm not done, the USB drive in <laughs> to my laptop. And then I took my laptop and an HDMI cable. I, I took some PCP and then I plugged the HDMI cable from my laptop into the HDMI port on my television because I can't cast to the television because I don't have the internet. And then I couldn't remember how to do the screen thing, so it was playing on my laptop and on the TV. And I did actually just put a pillowcase over the laptop so that I wasn't distracted by trying to watch both. Because the laptop is so old that if you shut the screen a little bit, it's so heavy that it'll just shut itself all the way. And then they both went off. All right. It took me 15 fucking minutes to set that up for myself. Well, thank which you for is answering- why I just kept watching it. Thank you for answering the question. You gotta have a minute of crimes on microphone. Uh, yes. I have illegally watched that 90s show. And I am not ashamed. I mean, depending on your definition of illegal, maybe I can. Don't. That's, we can't. We can't. We can't. We're already in hot enough water. <laughs> I know. Probably not a good idea to be admitting to crimes, people. I've never, I've never committed a crime. I mean, you've you've committed the crime of being way too cool. Thank you. First of all, thank you. Uh, second of all, and I would I would never. I'm shocked to hear this from these people, and I will no longer be associated with them. <laughs> too many FBI agents who are listening. And hey, thanks for being a fan. Yeah. Yes, we do appreciate your patronage. <laughs> and they're watching the unedited version. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're listening right yeah, now. You're yeah. listening live. <laughs> I know this is real time. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was a knock in the on the door in the apartment across from me because it's pretty loud over here. But that was right as we were talking about how I like played the Donkey Kong, and I was thinking like, oh, I you know, I'm playing the Simon emulator. I should be. And then I heard the knock, and I literally was like, I got like that weird goosebumpy feeling again. As long as you <laughs> delete it within 24 hours after downloading it, you're you're good. So. Which I'm sure I'm certain that you've done. I'm certain you've done. I'm certain you've done that. I I did. I did. Yeah, I enjoyed it, and then I was like, goodbye. It was for research purposes, um, for this podcast, which is educational in nature, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, not mm-hmm. for profit in nature. <laughs> Tell me about it, but right? Yeah. Would like to be for profit. <laughs> All this research I'm doing for this not for profit show. See, I know how to do it. Could be for profit. Yeah, I know. Reggie, Josh. give us a call. Brought to you by Yay. Nintendo Online. Could easily be for money. Yeah, Reggie, uh, <laughs> let us sponsor us so we can legally get these games. Please, Reggie. Please. <laughs> you guys you, you guys announced so much that I need to 
I need to buy. Just help a guy out. Reggie. To help us. Oh, yes. Speaking of saving money, you know who just saved 10 bucks on uh, Breath of the... Not Breath of the Wild. Tears of the Kingdom? This guy. Because I pre-ordered that shit like three yep. weeks ago before yep. the price hike. And Amazon yep. has a price guarantee. It's a bad book website, but sometimes it works for you. Yep. That, I'm pretty sure that's why they shut the reservations down. Is they want that, that price to be locked in from Nintendo. Yeah, they were like, anyway... Anyone else doing anything? I'm reading, but we need like a reading podcast. Yeah, what are you, a nerd? Yeah, but I read like, I'm reading like books. I'm reading and so- You told me about a, a sci-fi pod, or sci-fi podcast, a sci-fi book that you just finished like the trilogy yes, of. which I guess would be nerdy. So this uh, is the book I'm reading visually for all of our podcast listeners. Uh, it's called The Royal Diaries, and they're amazing. They're from my childhood. And they did not need to go this hard on the gold gilded pages, but they did. Uh, but it's because it's what I literally have available on my bookshelf. But I tried to read To Sleep in a Sea of Stars by Crystal Paolini, who Aragon may or may not be getting its own television show, and I think would adapt very well to television show. Also, to throw it out there, we did talk about that, because I'm like, that would be good. It's a great series. It's like Lord of the Rings, fine, but a far less pretentious, because I can't with Lord of the Rings. Aragon and Aragorn and what? I just, what? what? Sauron, Sauron. What? Why? Why do you give change names? You're just saying, you're just saying the same names incorrectly. (laughs) That's how I read them. You said two names. I read that book the first time. I was like, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm all set. And then I went back and I tried again. I was like, oh, there's so much going on. Lots of pride, lots of honor and glory that i wasn't interested in but anyway uh i am not into the sci-fi books because old sci-fi is creepy and written by creepy old men sure and kind of gross watch star trek sci-fi is way too smart for me because i'm pretty stupid they're talking about space travel like you're just supposed to know like yeah this plant seven years behind you wouldn't know that and i'm like no i i'm not aware of that that's how that happens what i'm so sorry um, but I read, what is it? It's called Skyward and it's pretty good. If no one, it's, it's very good. I read it in two days. If no one has read anything by Brandon Sanderson, he is a fantasy and sci-fi writer and they are, they are good. So good that I bought all three of them in a matter of like three days. Cause I had to keep reading them. And then I found out that the fourth one is actually coming out, but not until November of this year, which is a bummer because I thought it was only a trilogy. Dang. Otherwise, I wouldn't have read it as fast. Dang. You played That's yourself. That's the worst feeling. I did. I got to the, the end of the last book, and I was like, what? This can't be it. And then I like looked online, and they were like, hey, by the way, the fourth one comes out in November. And I was like, ah, no. <laughs> but there's nobody here to talk about books with. Yeah, I can. I work yeah. at a gym. <laughs> yeah, those guys don't read. Nobody fucking reads books. I brought, I bring my book with me to like read at my desk on my break. And they're like, you're reading like a paper book. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, is it about fitness? And I'm like, it's a fantasy book. And they're like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I, I don't know. Guess nothing. So I, I, I was trying to find the episode where you and I talked about uh, Aragon as well as other things we'd like to see turned into TV shows or rebooted as properties. And uh, then I remembered that was what we did for the live stream for The Cure. Oh, that is. Okay. I was like, we did talk about it. That's where I did my headstand. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we raised over $300 that day for uh, cancer, which is awesome. And uh, live stream for the cure is hitting heading into its seventh year. Uh, that'll be taking place May 18th through the 20th this year, beginning at 2 p.m. Eastern on May 18th. So mark your calendars. Uh, we're going to try and figure out a way for us to be on there again. Yeah, uh, I will be on. I'll be on the road at that time. So I got to figure out if I can like hole up in a, a hotel on my way home for a night and we can do an hour segment or something while I have unreliable hotel internet. We'll see. Um, but I would like to try and be involved in that some way, somehow. Um, so we'll figure something out with that. But um, if any, no one else has anything, I'm really quickly going to say I'm watching Shrinking on Apple Plus, uh, another Bill Lawrence TV show, Ted Lasso, Scrubs yeah. guy, um, starring Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford. And that is really good. Is it's really it good? fun, written. I, I, I like it a lot. It's, I, saw it's an, not, I think I saw an ad somewhere. I don't know where, but I was kind of curious. I was like, this is the Scrubs guy, another show. And I was kind of curious. Yeah, he's co-producing with, uh, um, oh geez, uh, Brent Brett Brett Goldstein, who plays um, Roy Kent in Ted Lasso, and he's uh, co-producing, co-writing, and all that. So um, he, it, it's it's really good quality stuff. Uh, pretty much what you'd expect from Bill Lawrence. Jason like Segel is awesome. I do like him too. That's why I'm kind of like okay. I'd recommend it. It's I'm enjoying it. Episode four dropped today on that one as well. So going to probably watch that before I go to bed tonight. I'm going to watch some Golden Girls. It's the episode where Blanche finds out her brother is gay. Just, you know, spoiler alert. Nobody knows Nobody knows you're talking about. Um, real quick, I will mention. Nobody knows what that is. Um, real quick, I will mention um, my wife and I, one of the things we've been doing as we've mostly just been hanging out in our living room, keeping an eye on a sleeping infant um, is we've been rewatching we one that you did. We've been rewatching um, a show called Detroiters, which if you don't know what this is, it's a, I don't forget, I, I forget when it was on, but it was a comedy central sitcom starring um, uh, Tim Robinson from, I think you should leave. And, um, oh, that's a good show. It, that's a fucking great show. Don't even get me started. Um, and Sam Richardson from also who's on, I think you should leave. He's from VPs. Been in all kinds of stuff. Uh, Whirls with Danny. He's currently on Velma. If anyone is actually watching that, anyway, it's a show about these two friends who are like small-time uh, ad men in Detroit, where they're like you know Mad Men, but like super small-time, super local. I don't even know how to describe it, but just a wonderful, beautiful, hilarious show. If you've seen, I think you should leave, and you should count that as like. I, that's always what I'm doing is watching. I think you should leave. Um, if you vibe with that, if you vibe with that sense of humor, it's like basically the same sense of humor. Um, it's just, it's just an, it's just in a more structured, like uh, episodic, like sitcom format, as opposed to like quick sketches. Really great. Like we watched an episode tonight before this that I have seen before. And I still was like, I laughing like uncontrollably. Like I could not breathe. Is how is how funny it was. Um, anyway, it's on Paramount Plus. So if you need something to watch on that platform that is not a Star Trek show, you can watch Detroiters. Very good, highly recommended. I didn't realize how many streaming platforms there are now. It's gotta too get, stressful. Gotta huh? get internet. Any last thoughts from you, Beppo? 
No thoughts, head empty. That's the way to be. <laughs> getting ready, getting ready to that finish out that be. Silent Hill. I know she's ready for it. She's gonna play Silent Hill. I'm gonna read uh, Kaiulani, who was the last princess of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so mm-hmm. you guys know. Mm-hmm. I saw the Adam ruins everything about her. That yeah, good how episode. Stole, Did they do what about her? Stole, Did they do what about her? Yeah, how we conquered her and stole her land. <laughs> how we are illegal yep, settlers yeah. in Hawaii. <laughs> Well, yep. yeah, her big, her mom, her big thing is her mom is uh, like when she died was like, "Hey, you're never gonna get married and you're never gonna be a queen." And then the that's exactly what happened. It's cool, very interesting story. It's <laughs> cool. Might be bad poor choice of words. I mean, it, it was from 1889. Bro, so her life was ruined. It was so neat. <laughs> Actually, she was in the end not too mad about it. I don't know. Oh, I think good. I think her life being ruined and her like land being taken over. I think it was mid. I think it was mid. I'm gonna best. say it was mid. <laughs> mid at best. I'm gonna say it was it was yeah. mid. They were not excited about it, but there were a lot of things that they were like, "Well, we could also be dead." Yeah. So that's sh- another option. We, sh- we should be careful about joking about this because we are a bunch <laughs> of white people. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, let's let's get out of here before we get ourselves in any more trouble. I got to go shoot up some more HDMI. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have some DLC to get after. Some you guys are dust. you guys are so fucking cool. <laughs> right. That was his third time. That means it was funny. Hey, it all turns out. Can't start. We can't start. I really want. I really wanted Josh to put in one more. Ba-dum-tsh. Ba-dum-tsh. I wanted it. I already, I already closed out the sound. I already you, closed it out. If we, start, it. if we start policing each other's bits, this show is going to crumble. It's going to collapse in and on itself. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. We all just do solo podcasts from here on out so no one yep. judges each yep. other. Yes. Yeah. We'll pretend like we're doing it with the other people. Oh, Becky can't pick on me if I'm just talking Yeah, my to hit myself. show, Talking Matt. Mess. That was mess. Talking Matt, yeah. <laughs> ah, there you go. We already have your we already have your avatar ready. It's your chef's hat with the the smooch emoji and your Superman crest. Legally distinct, not a Superman crest. <laughs> the M stands for hope. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. And then Bo and I will have our own podcast. <laughs> Bo and I are going to have our own podcast where I talk to him about books because nobody else in my life is reading books. I guess. Oh, what did you think about the inner turmoil from our main character? He just he'll just like walk away slowly. He'll be like, you guys can't turmoil. hear it, but he's chomping on my hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. I this is our we play the karate chop game, and he got me good once, and I had to mute really fast because I was like, <laughs> now he's now he's chilling. Let's wrap this thing up. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Josh underscore Scar. You can follow the podcast at Talking Smack Pod. Matt, please plug the Discord. Come to the Discord. It's great. Uh, I would say like 99% of the time, it's a real chill time. But yeah, it's basically this. If you like, if you have enjoyed me <laughs> rambling, if you've enjoyed me rambling. Back up from the mic a little bit. There you go. <laughs> I'm just going to get real close on it. Uh, <laughs> If you've enjoyed me rambling and ranting this entire time, this just massively long runtime of an episode, and you're like, 
god damn, I gotta see that in text format. Discord is the place for you. Most of the time, I'm pretty chill. <laughs> I'm finally, I'm, I'm finally joining the Discord. Yeah, yeah. Everything he's saying is dead. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you to Leo Allen for our musical themes. Thank you to Beppo for our wonderful original group of avatars. And thank you to Retro Ale Studios for our Ricky avatar. Please like, subscribe, rate, review the podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Beppo, do you want to share any of your socials? I am Beppo (laughs) on things. I don't social media much anymore. So good luck. (laughs) That's what? What else do you want me to say? <laughs> I only speak the truth. I just—I was not expecting you coming in. I am Beppo. <laughs> I am Beppo. <laughs> you, you sound like your brain has just left the coop. <laughs> Look, man. You're so ready it's for bed. It's been a long week. <laughs> that 1080pi is just totally hitting Ooh. you right now, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. White people doing drugs, man. Man, can't stop me now. I'm having such a good time having a ball. Becky, are you on any social media platforms anymore? Or did the the technology eat all of your socials? Just have internet. Well, I don't have internet. I have I have I mean I have a phone, which is basically the internet. She has data. I have data, even though I pretty much go past it because I listen to podcasts all fucking day. Not really, but I am still kind of uploading things to No Coast Threads. That is where I make jewelry and embroidery and all sorts of cool fucking shit. And that's on Instagram, but that's it. All right. If you want to socialize with Matt on the internet, you have to join our Discord. I will tell you all about comics I'm reading constantly. If you let me, I will talk your fucking ear off, man. Will you make a book category and then I can just talk to myself in it? Oh, yeah, that's... I'm, talk, talk to that guy. Yeah. Matt, Matt's, Matt's our Discord that's why, guy. That's why I'm asking. I'm doing it right now, actually. Yay! Call it, like, strictly books. I'm not... Graphic novels strictly and Strictly books, got it. One thing, books are another. There's a lot of hand gestures happening here because I'm Italian, and they have to. Thank you to our friends at Watching Stuff. Again, take take a listen to that early promo. Go listen to them. It's a lot of fun. And everyone else, thanks for listening. And take care. Bye, I love you. Watch Star Trek. That's a that's a post credits teaser. <laughs> <laughs>
in a world. My dog is so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Where fur babies have taken over. It's fur babies versus Disney adults. Yeah. (laughs) Although he is looking up at me like, why are you enjoying yourself? We should be miserable right now. Man's best frumpy comes wibble wobby wobble. (laughs) (laughs) Why was it so cute? (laughs) Who's a good boy? (laughs) The movie. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) How to not talk to your infant child. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That'll be the Matt Liparata voiceover. I'm writing all this down. Yeah, get it? Yeah. Get it? Get it in there. P- parenting tips 101. Okay, I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>